1: encouragement, and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Greetings and welcome to Conversations with Miss Mary, podcast episode 67, presented by From Victim to Victory, I am Miss Mary, your host, and our mission is to share good news. You're not a victim, you are victorious, and you can live an abundant life victoriously. Our goal is to help people navigate from victim to victory by empowerment through education, which we do on this weekly podcast, encouraging everyone to live their best life by possessing the holistic approach, making a lifestyle of positively feeding spirit, mind, and body. Simply put, encouragement and empowerment are our business, and this is what we do. Alrighty, let's go to the throne of grace. Precious Father, thank you once again for this a beautiful day. You have blessed us to see, Father. Thank you for all of our listeners and everyone that's joining on the podcast. Thank you for my guests. And, Father, we just give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And we thank you, Father, that we will not be leaving the way we came, but we will have more wisdom, Father. And as we leave with the wisdom, Father, we ask that you help us. Father God, to apply it and make it more powerful. Father, we thank you. We praise you. And once again, we want to thank you for supplying all of our needs, Father God, and taking care of all of us, protection, grace, and mercy, and blessings on top of blessings. We praise you. We honor you. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, Amen. Uh, all right, listeners, I am so excited, but before we get started with our conversation today and I introduce my guests, I want to remind you once again, you know Miss Mary always say, grab that pen, paper, pencil, and uh, a computer tablet, whatever it is that you use to take some notes because I emphasize. Once again, it is an educational podcast, so you want to make sure you get some notes. All righty. Well, listeners, you know, Miss Mary is ecstatic. That's my new word. I'm always excited. And I tell you, my guest has really got me excited today. And we come with some energy. I (laughs) I love it. I love it. So my guest joining me today, um, you know what, listeners, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into um, his introduction, the introduction with him, um, because I want to make sure we get all of what he has to impart impart in us. And I want to tell you, he is a man of great wisdom and, and, uh, as I love to say, A wealth of information on our subject today is going to be, well, I'm going to hold that. I'm going to tell you in a minute, and you're going to hear in this bio. So let me just uh, go ahead and introduce him. Today, our guest is Randall Ware. And Randall is the director of Take a Stand, a financial literacy organization, Inc. He is the certified financial educator instructor and licensed in over 20 states as a life and health insurance agent that specializes in protecting against risk. His contributions to community include earning the Visionary Award, Georgia PTA's highest award, and on April the 29th, Twenty sixteen, he has also earned the National Financial Education Day Award from the National Financial Educators Council for his continued contributions to the financial literacy movement. Randall Ware heads Take a Stand, a financial literacy organization's Social Security Awareness Initiative in collaboration with community leaders, key partners, and financial educators dedicated to empowerment through financial education. The initiative embodies his passion that everyone who pays into Social Security should take a stand and know how the Social Security benefits they pay for out of every check works. Amen to that. <laughs> that's not in here, but that's Miss Mary. Uh, the three key objectives of the initiatives are as follows. Number one, engage in informed discussion and creative thinking about the benefits of Social Security, which includes the short and long-term challenges the program faces. Number two, provide unbiased financial education And number three, promote social responsibility and self-accountability. Mr. Ware believes that while no one can control what lawmakers do or don't do to patch up the Social Security program, every individual through education, social responsibility, and self-accountability can prepare for the consequences of any adjustments that will make that will have that will have to be made excuse me the sooner a person plans the better prepared they'll be and there is no sooner time than to start today and so i want to welcome randall and that is exactly why he's here we're gonna start today
0: (laughs) thank you miss mary
1: And I thank you, Randall. And I want to welcome you to our podcast and um, say, um, as I say to all of my first time guests, this won't be your last time. And also, you're part I hope of, not. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. And you are now part of the Team Victory family. So, <laughs> welcome to you once again. Uh, welcome. So, um, Randall, as I said to... Um, we're gonna jump right in. So to guys, today, as you heard, our subject is uh education. And of course this, this is on our area of financial wellness. And so um we're going to be um educated today by Randall on Social Security, something we all need to know about because what Miss Mary says and you hear me say, I haven't said it lately, but I'm gonna say it today, is This may not be for you now, you think, but once again, it will be for you. And even if it's not for you now, you know someone else that is for it. So um, we don't always want to think about just us. It's not all about us, but once again, we want to be a blessing to others. So grab those notes. Whatever you have to take notes and get ready because I'm going to pass the mic to Randall now. All righty, Randall. It's yours. And what we're going to do, I have some great questions. <laughs> I have some great uh-huh. questions. But before we get started... Um, Randall, I, I'm gonna close my mouth and pass the mic to you for a minute, and then I'll start with my
0: questions. <laughs> I love to, I love to hear you speak. You yeah. always have really positive things to say. Um, yeah, it's my pleasure and my passion to head off to take a stand initiative um, because now more than ever before, you know, uh, things are changing so fast. Yeah. The knowledge is out there, but the time to be able to access the knowledge and understand all of this knowledge that's out there. Uh, people just don't have time. And, and when it comes to social security, uh, Mary, you probably can remember when when you were younger, uh, when we were younger, um, we used to get like a statement from social security every year when we worked.
1: Yes. And it kind of
0: told us a little bit about, you know, what, what, what we had earned, what, what's our status. Right. You remember that?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Well, ever since 2011, Social Security stopped sending out those statements. You know, and um, the, the reasoning behind it was to save money. From having to send it out every year, and, and they started encouraging
1: Excuse me, man. Yes. I just and forgot wh- all about it. You. you said something about that. That's right. Look, I had to think a minute. What you talking about?
0: Even yep. that? So
1: we haven't. No, I. You know what? I didn't even mm-hmm. realize it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. And that's
0: why we have our reconnect to protect program what because people heck. have to literally be. Um, Reconnected back to their Social Security because mm-hmm. for most people that will be it because right. uh, people aren't saving or they don't have enough to save mm, yes. uh, for the future or they don't see the importance right now of saving. Mm-hmm. So when they get older, the Social Security will be the only thing that they have to look forward to as far as as far as the income and uh, what kind of inspired inspired me one of the things that inspired me to do this was my daughter my daughter graduated from UGA which is one of the top universities in Georgia she got a job she's one of those daughters who try to do all the right things she's like her mom's prodigy child she she's the one out of the three that mm-hmm. listens to all the advice most of the time and so she, when she graduated she got a good job she was paying into our 401k at well care um which is a healthcare corporation. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, uh, she said, Dad, I'm doing good. She had some questions about our 401k. And I said, What about your Social Security? I said, Do you know how many credits you've earned so far or things like that? Because she never seen a, a statement letter before because they don't send them out. Mm-hmm. And so she said, Oh, Dad, I'm not worried about Social Security. It's not going to be there for me when I get older anyway. And I said, What do you, I said, That's ludicrous. I said, uh, that's like saying if somebody broke in your house and uh, stole your stuff, will you just reason on it that uh, well I didn't plan to have my TV and all that stuff forever, you know? So that means I, 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 you know, you don't care if they steal your stuff. I say if someone, if your benefits with Social Security are in jeopardy, it's not stopping them from taking it out money out your check for it. So that could wow. be paramount to, to stealing, you know, if people not careful and then all of a sudden the benefits don't look like they used to look when you get them. And you won't know the difference because you don't even know how Social Security works. So that inspired me to say, hey, something has to be done and we need to start educating people about their Social Security and why it matters. You know, uh, Mary, let me ask you a question. Um, I'm 50 years old. So, I mean, both of us, we've been around enough to hold jobs, maybe our first job at a fast food restaurant, right? You remember what your
1: first job was? Wow, I started when I was 14. Uh, Yeah, my first job was I was actually uh, assisting at the school as a custodian. Mm -hmm. That was my first job.
0: And then when you turned 18, what was your first job when they start taking out the Social
1: Security? Um, you remember I uh, worked, what that was? Uh, yes, I worked at a, a furniture company for a few weeks anyway. Uh. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> now, as you got older, in that job, did they ever tell you, hey, we're taking out this Social Security tax. This is why we're taking it out. This is how it works. Did they ever explain that to you?
1: No, no.
0: Right. no. Now, let's fast forward to... Maybe as you matured and educated more, you held maybe corporate level jobs. Uh, Beyond the 401k, explaining what that is to attract you to the to the business, did they even explain to you why they was taking out FICA and the benefits that it afforded you?
1: Nope, absolutely not. We didn't know what a FICA was. Nothing about. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you just know it comes. Something comes out your check.
1: Social security,
0: and so that means all the decades of people working. Mm they're really not educated about the in, the importance and the power of the social security that they actually paying into, you know? So um, that's why I have a passion for doing it. And you'll be surprised as we go through some of the questions, you know, just how many people depending on it.
1: Right. And then Randall, I think about, as you were talking, I think about those who didn't work and get them 40, you know, those 40 credits in, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and how, challenging it is for them you know mm-hmm. so once again uh, and if we don't know then we don't know what to ask you know because mm-hmm. we don't know you don't know what you don't know so right. once again and um so education and what you're doing um you know is so needed and we're thankful for you that you saw a need for it to implement okay that, so
0: so what i did to kind of guide the, our our conversation along because i know we're going to have to do a second one because we can't cover everything and there's so many wonderful things about social security you know so i prepared some um some questions to lead us in you know so if you want to ask those questions um uh, uh, mary you know um then i'll go and i'll follow your lead on that certainly okay? I do
1: i certainly do um, so the first question, Randall, we want you to uh, educate us on is what is Social Security and what are some of the key benefits?
0: OK, Social Security was started um, uh, in the 1930s as a way of helping people, providing a safety net for people um, through the workforce, so they, the founders envisioned that as long as we had a workforce and people paying into it, people would never have to get old and um, uh, become poor, destitute, you know, with nothing, because eventually we all get older and we, uh, we may not be able to work like we used to. So one of the very first key provisions of Social Security was to provide an income during retirement, Now it was never meant to be the only income that mm-hmm. you, um, live off of, but to give you something of a, of a safety net. Then later on as the program advanced, they added additional benefits like disability mm-hmm. and survivor benefits So disability, um, allowing you to be able to uh, get a check through social security disability uh, income if you was to become disabled. And there's many, many thousands of things on the website uh, that could be deemed uh, as a disability. The other thing was making sure the families, uh, survivors of a deceased spouse wasn't left um, without any type of financial support, especially when children are um, left behind. And so it provided survivor benefits. Uh, One of the I would say least known things that people don't know about, and I usually talk about this in my presentations. Is we all know if a if a spouse dies and a, a, a children and a, a, the other spouse is left behind, their Social Security uh, they can uh, they may qualify for uh, survivor benefits. But one thing we don't know is our parents. Also can claim on our benefits. So if you're taking care of your um, parent and you're providing 50 percent or more of their financial well-being, then if you was to pass away and no parent ever wants that to happen, Mary, um, but it does happen Sometimes the
1: child Mm -hmm. dies before the parent. Right. Yeah. Um, happening a lot these days, unfortunately. But yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, so that means if it's a if it's a single
1: parent that mm-hmm. you
0: that is being taken care of by the child, mm-hmm. then that single parent can get eighty two point five percent of what the child would have gotten. For example, let's say um, I'm taking care of my mom, mm-hmm. and my mom gets seven hundred and fifty dollars a month in social security, and my estimated amount if I Uh, were to live to 67, let's say it's 1500 a month, but let's say Mm -hmm. I pass away early, right? Mm -hmm. The support that I usually give my mom, you would think it would, my ability to support her would go away, but that wouldn't be true because my mom, um, as long as she can show, hey, I've been paying, I've been providing 50% of the household um, support for her, She can file on what I was supposed to get. So 82.5% of $1,500, that would be $1,200 and a little over $1,200, right? So that means they're not going to give her both checks. They're going to pick whichever one is the highest.
1: Mm, So that means
0: even in death, I'm still helping my mom. You know, so Mm. for a child to say, well, Social Security, I'm not worrying about it. It's not going to be there for me. We all need to be educated about it. Because what if it's something that could help our parents if we pass away?
1: Exactly. Absolutely, Randall. And that's so true. You know, we we don't know that. And they're not going to tell us that. And uh, so my question is, Randall, would you have to be, it's whether you live with your your parent or not, right?
0: No, it doesn't have to be live. It's just you providing 50% or more of their support.
1: Okay. So it doesn't matter whether you're living with them or not. Yeah, and I'll give you a perfect example.
0: Uh, I went to do a presentation up in Chavez, New Mexico, and going through the presentation, we talked about this particular um, dependent parent claim. That's what it's called at Social Security. And the one of the ladies in the audience had just lost her son like three months ago before I came to do the presentation, and her son was helping her pay the mortgage. Hmm. And they had a joint account where the mortgage would come out. And that was a blessing that he thought about that Mm -hmm. because she was, when she found out, wait a minute, I can draw And she was getting Medicaid and now she's finding out, wait a minute, I can draw on my son's social security. He's helping me even in death, you know? So she was able to prove, Hey, my son, look, here's the, the account. This money was coming out every month to help pay my mortgage Right. So, yes, we like to help our parents out of our heart. And most of us, if we're good children, we do. But we should have a paper trail, you know, and know what we're supposed to get from Social Security just in case something happened to us mm-hmm. and our parents uh, income uh, is less It would become more if if they could get our uh, uh, future Social Security benefits factored in Mm -hmm. and get the highest one. You never know. That could happen to your parent. And so this Mm -hmm. woman was able to come off Medicaid and be able to draw off her son's Social Security benefits that he had paid in all his life until he passed away. Mm -hmm. Now, had she not known that, that money would have just went away.
1: Wow. And what a blessing, Randall. You came at the right time for her to, to because she didn't know and she would have known had you not yeah. been there doing that. And I actually had
0: Social Security sit in on one of my presentations and she said, the, the young lady said, out of her whole 20 years of working with Social Security, she had never had anyone file a dependent parent claim that she knew of, mm. and I said, "Do you think it's because they didn't want to or because they
1: didn't know?" Didn't absolutely didn't know. Wow. Right. So, all right, Randall, that's great. Okay, so let's move on to any more be- key key benefits we should know about? We'll probably, we'll probably
0: know on some as we get through okay. this. Okay, all righty, because we
1: really we, we need to know these things. Okay, uh, so why is Social Security a very important safety net?
0: Mary, that's a, that's a really, really good question, because de- depending on what lenses you're looking through as a person, and a lot of times the lens we look through is is. is Um, impacted by our culture so sometimes we might see other cultures and we think oh they're well off and you know they're doing good and better than us and all of that but when the truth of the matter and and the reason why I say that is because all growing up in New Orleans I always thought Vietnamese people you know I thought a very smart group of people I thought, okay, they must be very wealthy. They have the little nail salons and the beauty supply places. They must have a lot of money. But when I started um, really researching and developing the Take a Stand initiative, I saw that that was a stereotype I had, and it wasn't correct. Um, Because when we looked at statistics, we found that no matter what demographics you belong to, whether you was Asian, Black, Hispanic, or white, A huge portion of each of those demographics depend on Social Security for 90% of their income when they retire. For example, did you know, Mary, that uh, 41% of retired Asians depend on Social Security for 90% of their monthly income? Really? 45% of retired Blacks depend on Social Security for Mm -hmm. 90% of their income. 90%, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. That means that that's what they're living off of. Without Mm -hmm. it, they would be in the streets. Mm -hmm. And then when we look at the the largest demographics, the largest, right, Um, Hispanic Latinos, 52% of Hispanic Latinos depend on Social Security for 90% of their income. So that's more than 50%. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, it used to be they was the largest demographics, the, the fastest growing. I mean, they're the largest, but they're not the fastest growing anymore. Guess who's the fastest growing demographics?
1: Asian, Asians. Asians.
0: OK. Right. And then when we get to white Americans, 32 percent of white Americans depend on Social Security for 90 percent of their monthly income. And 28 percent depend on of white Americans depend on Social Security for 50 to 90 percent of their monthly income. Now, their numbers may be a little low because maybe they have access to uh, a little bit more financial literacy or you know other things that mm-hmm. have may have had a more positive impact. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, whether it's 32 percent or 41 percent. That means just millions of Americans, whether Asians, black, Hispanic, or white, rely on social security for their main source of income. And the future doesn't paint a bright picture because when we looked at uh, a poll that was done, 43% of pre-retirees my age, 50 to 64, expect that social security will be their main source of income. Mm -hmm. 38% of individuals, 30 to 49, expect that Social Security will be the main source of their income and 25% of millennials age 18 to 29 expect Social Security to be the major source of their income. But this is happening because people have lack of knowledge of how to protect themselves against the risk and they don't even understand how Social Security works. So that's why it's important. And it's not just important to just one demographics. It's important to all Americans.
1: Yes, we, we are definitely finding out that. So, all right. So next question, Randall. I mean, that is, that, that's just really, that is, wow. That's just so don't body. just
0: assume that you see a group of people, you're thinking they're all wealthy. That's not the facts, because they may, the the older, like, let's say, immigrants, they may be hardworking and never leave the the, the, the nail salon, work 80, 60, 80, 90 hours a week. But their children are very much Americanized, you know, and, and carrying American values, you know. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you know, as parents, I guess we try to do everything for our children that we um, didn't have. Yes. You know? So you end up. The many Asians are ended up in the poorhouse, trying to make sure that their children
1: mm-hmm. have what
0: they didn't have, and uh, that's not working out so well.
1: Right, and uh, as far as education too, you know, and we mm-hmm. know how expensive that is. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so um, Randall, how do tell us how we qualify for social security benefits?
0: Okay, great question. We work and you pay taxes, you earn credits, mm-hmm. right? And those credits cause money. No free lunch in America. You have to earn the credits that qualify you for, that help you become eligible for Social Security. In 2021, you earn one credit for every $1,470 that you earn, right? And you can uh, earn a maximum of four credits per year. Now, when it comes to... The major benefit of, of, of Social Security retirement, you need to have 40 credits for most things, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so that means if you're earning your 40 credits every year, at least earning enough to, 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 to earn you uh, a, four credits for that year, By 10 years, you usually have the whole 10. Now, that 10 years, um, just once you get 40 credits over a 10-year span of time, uh, all that does is say you're eligible. It doesn't say how much you're going to get um for the the social security benefits because they use they use a different formula for determining that okay okay mm-hmm.
1: okay so
0: let yeah. me say something on that note, okay. okay. With the credits, most people are almost assured that they'll earn the four credits if they're working for a job. But people who are self employed, you know, um, Mm -hmm. they have to make sure that they're able to make enough income to cover earning their credits, meaning, you know, you can't just simply say, oh, I didn't make anything. You know, if you make no income for that year, that means you earned no credits. And I, Over and over again, I see people, uh, they get retirement age and maybe they worked most of their life for themselves and they find themselves at 65, 67, and they don't have enough credits to get a retirement check because they didn't pay into Mm -hmm. Social Security enough to earn enough credits. Mm. Wow. So that's that's the
1: other side. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure we are looking at and covering
0: because okay. mm-hmm. when you self employ, you and we'll talk about that in another one of the other questions.
1: Okay, all righty. So, our next question is How does Social Security allocate the FICA taxes that we okay. pay out of our, each check we make?
0: That That's a really good question, um, because it do not work like you might think, you know, most people might think um, that when they pay for it, maybe it's going somewhere in a bank account type situation for them when they retire, Uh, uh, but that money is allocated out. Mm -hmm. When you pay into it, um, 85% of that goes to paying to people who are, um, who are getting their benefits. And then the other 15%, goes out to, um, like, people who are, are disabled, you know. Um, mm-hmm. and, but the, the maximum, most of it is going to people who are retired or getting, like, survivor benefits and things like that. Uh, and the other 15% goes into, like, disability, people getting, like, disability. And so that's how they allocate that out. So basically the whole thing is being allocated out.
1: Wow, and then those who didn't have the 40 credits are able to, what is it, 65, they're able to get that, what, 715, I think it is now, you know, for those okay. that didn't. Okay,
0: I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, there is a provision through Social Security called Social Security Supplemental Income. It's mm-hmm. called SSI. Right. Now, yes. every American or citizen that's been here um, that has a green card can get SSI. You know, they may qualify for SSI, but it's, it is a need based thing. So mm-hmm. you can't lay all your eggs in a, in a basket and say, hey, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to get SSI. You know, they're exactly. going to look at your need, right. your need. And then if your need is meets up to par, then you may qualify to get the SSI income, um, which just brings you up to a, a particular poverty level.
1: You know, right. again, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and then you got to trust that the, um, the political sentiment will be there. You know, you can't just say, oh, SSI will be there because what if the people decide that we don't want, they don't want to give Social Security as an entitlement benefit, Social Security supplemental income, because Social Security is not an entitlement. You pay into that. But Social Security mm-hmm. supplemental income, that is uh, something that someone could say, you know, hey, we're ta- we, 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 you should have planned better. Right. So maybe the sentiment of the political will of the people Mm -hmm. might not be there to want to pay for it. So you can't just depend that you're going to get that. You know, you can only depend on what you're paying into Mm -hmm. and that's your FICA payroll taxes, you know, um, and take a stand for that because you paying into that. That's not an entitlement. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something you they take out your check Mm -hmm. with a promise that they will be able to help you with it uh, when it's your turn.
1: That's a real good point. That's a real good point to make and for us to know. Um, So is the government contractually obligated to pay out Social Security benefits?
0: Nope. Nope. And the answer to that is no. And most people don't know that, you know, because it's a benefit, not a right. And there's a difference. You know, when you have your rights, then the, the Constitution protects you. Against those rights, right? But a benefit is just that. That's why I don't know if you remember, uh, Mary, in the statements we used to get, they would have in bold the letter. I think on the second or third page, it would say Congress can or may change the laws at any time, right? That's because you, there's a court case based based on this on the Social Security's website, and it was a court case. Um, it was called Flemings versus Nestor. And in the ruling, the court established the principle that entitlement to Social Security benefits is not a contractual right. In fact, Justice Harlan delivered the opinion. And here's what he wrote. He said, the non-contractual interest of an employee covered by the act, which is Social Security, cannot be soundly analogized to that of the holder of an annuity whose right to benefits is bottomed on his contractual premium payments. So basically saying there's no contractual obligation for the government. He's saying you can't compare it to an annuity. You go to the insurance company and you pay the insurance company a premium. And then uh, when you when you get ready to take that annuity, they give you a check for life, right? Mm-hmm. From the insurance company, it's a contract between you and that said insurance company right. that you bought the annuity from. What he's saying that it's not a contractual obligation; it's a non contractual um,
1: interest. Yes, that's so that why. Means, we, I'm sorry. Yeah, is that why we've been hearing we've been hearing for years and years that Social Security is not always going to be around?
0: that's why you have to watch it you have Mm -hmm. to protect it Mm -hmm. it's not stopping them from taking money out your check you know and because the supreme court ruled on that then you never know when you have a right now it would be political suicide for a politician to say hey we're not contractually obligated to pay that he -hmm. wouldn't get elected right now you know but (laughs) dynamics Dynamics of countries do change, and mm-hmm. you don't it's know true. how the sentiment of the people might be. Mm-hmm. Maybe the millennials might say, "Hey, we tired of paying that." You know, and they, they elect enough people in office to say, "Hey, we cutting it. Good luck, mm-hmm. to everybody. We cutting it." But you can't hold us accountable because the Supreme Court already ruled that this is a non-contractual interest.
1: Yep, yep. And we see that, um, you know, we the, well, I'm just going to say the new, the millennials um, moving forward is more like um, you, like you just said, hey, you on your own, you should have, shoulda, coulda. Mm-hmm.
0: And <laughs> so we see how things, one, so. one, one party could come in and they can usher in a lot of great things, you know, mm-hmm. uh, let's use Affordable Care Act as an example. You know, you had one side of the political spectrum saying, hey, we need to do something about the people not having enough uh, uh, insurance, either they're underinsured or not insured at all in Mm -hmm. pre-existing conditions, you know, and then you have one party come in after that party left out and say, hey, let's tear the whole thing down. We -hmm. don't think it should exist, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, And so you have that, and we never know how, if that's going to ever happen with any of the other benefits like Social Security.
1: Right. Right. Okay. So, Randall, what methods does Social Security use to keep taxpayers informed about the benefits they have earned? Since we're not getting that that letter anymore. You know, we're not not getting that letter. I have
0: to to come to Social Security defense on this. (laughs) Now, they can do a little bit better job at educating you know, hitting the streets and educating people. But I do think that they've done a wonderful job um, by creating a website, website. So if you go to uh, Mm -hmm. SSA.gov, you can set up my social security Mm -hmm. website for free. And actually when you learn how to use that, it actually is way more informative than that letter that they used to send us is, you know, because it does something that that letter never could do. And, That is, tell you, and before I say what I'm going to say, most people who are financial educator instructors, we're trying to help people understand why they need to save. Don't spend everything that you make. Save save a little. It's not about uh, having a lot of money to save. It's just about being consistent with something that you do, that you consistently save and educate yourself on how to grow your savings in the, in, the, in the best way possible for your future. Now, with that being said, while we're sh- telling people stressing the importance of saving, Social Security website now stresses and lets you know what you have to make. So what they do is when you set up your account, they're able to basically give you an estimate based on the years that you work because they're going to take and when you do retire. They'll look at your highest 35 years of earnings. Right. Mm-hmm. And they index those things. So in the past, the past incomes that you made, that may have been a little bit of income, maybe because a lot of times we make more as we get older because we get better jobs or different things change. But they index our past earnings so that that money could be multiplied by index factor and it actually produces more income than we actually made. Right. Uh, and those index factors actually decrease uh in the, the preceding years and get basically down to basically a factor of one when you're older. Right. And go up very little, uh, after that. Um, but what it does, it, it helps determine your highest 35 years of earnings. So if you have years where you didn't work, then they're going to average in zeros. Right. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about the website that it does, while I was trying to do that. It calculates, What your income based on your income that you've already made so far, it'll say based on your income, this is what you're going to estimate it to get. If you keep on that trajectory, Mm -hmm. as far as your income, Um, this is this is how much um, you're going to get every single month. But Mm -hmm. it's based on what um, that you make this amount from now until you retire. So they give everybody a number. So everybody should know their number. How much do you based based on your work history so far? How much are you gonna How much are you estimated to get per month? And what do you have to make every single year to get that? So security can tell you that now. So it's very important that people set up their account and say, okay, if I'm getting. Um, $1200 the estimate my estimate is that I'm going to get $1200 a month but they're going to tell you okay you need to make 35,000 40,000 whatever that number is you have to make that from now until you retire and they'll tell it just like basically in word it's just like that right so if you don't know what your number is your your annual um goal that you have to meet to get the benefits you earn then you're sort of like you're operating blindly you know so that website is what they are now giving people to be informed and they can see what their disability benefits they earn if they haven't earned 40 credits it'll show them hey, you earned you know what you have earned it might be 10 20 you know but once you hit 40 it'll actually open up other benefits like show your retirement estimate and what you have to make every year to get that retirement benefit when you retire. So, and then it also gives you something that's very, very important. It lists all your work history. Now, many people don't know that uh, their employer pays, when you work for someone, your employer matches your social security, what what goes on your check, what comes out your check from social security the law requires the company to match it 100%. You know, So if, you're, if, if $100 comes out your check for FICA, that means the company also had to pay $100 into Social Security uh, as a con- matching contribution to your Benefit so people might know about their 401k okay. that the company have to match to or not match,
1: right? Huh? I was getting ready to say it sounds like the four, yeah, like the 401k, Yeah, But
0: the mm-hmm. 401k, they only have to, they don't even have to match. But most companies match three to five percent, but they're they have to match your social security 100%. How come wow. that's not being taught?
1: Yeah, I was wow, gonna that's not being taught. That's important. No, that's the first time I heard that, Randall.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. So they it now if you're self-employed, you have to pay the 100% contribution for yourself, you know, when you're self-employed, you know, mm-hmm. so there's no matching contributions coming from somewhere else, you know, um, and I'm going to tell you, uh, like I said, with the, the, the business owners, they have to be very careful. I had a, a barbershop owner and I asked him, I said, hey, you know, do you know how much you're supposed to get? when you retire from social security. And he said, no, nah, I'm not worried about that. He's 40 years old, Mary. Mm. And so I asked him, I said, just appease me. I said, let's, let's look and see, you know, how much you're estimated to get. I said, do you have any savings? You know, a lot of savings that you can you know, rely on since you're kind of nonchalant about your social security. He didn't have anything saved, wow. you know? And so when we set up his account on social security, uh, SSA.gov, do you know he's 40 years old, but he's only esti- he was only estimated to get $400 a month? Wow. And he freaked out mm. because he'd been working all this time, but guess what? He wasn't having a high enough income. What he was reporting wasn't generating a high enough income when they're averaging it out. Mm. Right? So, so I asked him, I said, I said, that's a question for me. I said, just me and you, man to man, we're talking. I said, you had this shop for like 20 years. I said, how much do you think you, you, you've, you've made over the last 20 years? And you know, when we added it up, it was almost like over
1: $800,000. Wow.
0: And I told and him, man, I said.
1: He found out he would only be getting about $400. 400
0: I said, so to live mm-hmm. your life. Because of lack of planning, I said, to live the same life that you lived over the last 20 years, it costs 800000 So do you have 800000 right now saved up to live the same life you lived so far? And you're only getting older, you you, you know, 20-something years away from 65, you know, 20-something. And you mean, what are you going to do? You know, now I'm glad to say he started putting things in place to do better. And he became aware of what was happening for him because mm-hmm. there's no, there's no crystal ball. I didn't have to say, Oh, you might know, you're going to live off $400. You're going to have to get Medicaid. You know, you're going to have to do this if it's available, you know, so social security why it's important, because I think it's the closest thing to showing people their reality and what their future going to look like since most people depend on it the most so they can get an early snapshot of what their life is going to look like. And it's not a make-believe. It's not a crystal ball. This is what your life will look like. Wow. So whether you're 18 or older, you need to know what it's going to look like. And then maybe that will push you to do be the trigger to push you to plan better for your future.
1: Wow. Cool. And that is so important. You answered our last question. And that is so important that people know. Because just what if he hadn't have known? And like he, he, and then he made it to re- 65, 60, you know? And then he found that out. And then the lady did to get his I little
0: check. Mean, he's like, what's up with that? <laughs> it must be um, wrong. <laughs> and then another thing is you need to check and make sure the jobs that you work. It's showing up in the work history because it's gonna show all. The online has the ability to show all the jobs you worked and the contributions that they've made, and that's I I can't uh, overstate the importance of that. I had a young lady up in uh, Quay County, New Mexico, sixty-seven years old. Uh, She's been here a long time, but she still don't speak that good of English, right? She's been working since she was fourteen years old, and she was referred to me by one of my um, Medicare Advantage clients and, um, because they were like, well, she's of age, but she doesn't have any Medicare. She doesn't have a check. She doesn't have anything. And then um, when I went to talk with her, and she's like, I've been working since I was 14 years old, and then when we set up her account on SSA.gov, married the lady only had 11 credits. Wow. Mm. America, a citizen 11 credits mm. because what happened was the jobs that she did work she said they were taking told her they were taking it out you know uh, they had to take it out but basically what they did none of those companies showed up in her work history basically what they did is they stole the money mm. from her and told her since she didn't understand social security just like so many millions of us mm. don't understand you know how it works they just told her oh we have to take this out your check you know and that's why your check is less Hmm. you know and they stole it they never reported they never paid into it they never did any of that stuff Now, had she had a way to be able to track that she would have known oh this job didn't pay their share. so I don't care if it's a mcdonald's job that you worked when you were 16 you need to know and look and see if the mcdonald's owner paid into Social Security for you, just because he have the golden arches and is a well-known corporation or whatever that might be, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't think McDonald's would do that, but you got to verify and make sure every job that you work is showing up in the system.
1: Wow. Randall, we
0: 65 is not the time to wait to find out who sure did it. Sure not. Social Security okay. will not go after nobody. They're not going to go look for the business who didn't pay into it. Now, if the business still around, and you can say, hey, I worked for that company. They're still around. They didn't make the matching contributions. They're going to get a penalty. They're going to make them pay. But if the company is not around, and in her case, most of the young lady I was telling you about up in Quay, uh, New Mexico, those companies was nowhere to be found anymore. It was a lot too long ago. Wow. So, mm-hmm. Mary, that's thank you for having me on
1: here. Oh, um, thank you, it. Randall. I'm telling you, listeners, we are. I'm telling you, this is really education that <laughs> we really need to know on our social security program. You have truly been awesome. The information and and Listeners, he's coming back. He is coming back. This is just the (laughs) beginning. Yeah. And this is so important. It is so important. We need to know. I tell you, and I've been on the the uh, it is the website, but I haven't looked at all. I I have not. well, I went on there with some of my residents because it also it's an easy way to rather than mm-hmm, trying to call mm-hmm. and get through to Social Security. It's an easy way to they need that verification mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. income letter, so you can you know you can pull like you said all the information off of the website. There's a lot of information. Mm-hmm. So, but it I'm gonna have to go back on there. You.
0: Yeah, the next time I want to talk about, you know, um, the challenges facing Social Security that we need to be aware of, and um, there's things that's happening in Social Security where at the end of the day, we all have to take some blame for it. We'll talk about that on the next podcast, you know, Uh, but there are some things that happened last year that was completely history making, but it was not on TV. It wasn't reported by neither side, Republicans or Democrats. Uh, It was major history. It had never happened before in the history of social security. Uh, And um, all I could say when I saw it was, wow.
1: Wow. So we definitely, we definitely want to hear about that. Um, Randall, thank you so much. And we are so thankful for you, your organization, listeners. Um, we have heard from, once again, Mr. Randall Ware from Literacy organization initiative and so I, i'm telling you uh it's just so take a, a lesson take, to take a stand for your social security <laughs> you paid for it yeah. you paid for it he, know how it works it's <laughs> a director take a stand yes and we have to you are certainly encouraging us and motivating us to do that i hope i know it's motivating me we definitely do <laughs> you know you work we work we want to know that When we're not working anymore, did we have our social security to help us? To help, (laughs) to help us. That was the plan. That was the plan for the program to help you know once again but thank you randall so much now if someone had um some questions or something that they wanted to ask you about social security um some of my listeners is is that possible for them to contact you you can can call
0: me directly you know and um, um if you if I don't answer, please leave a message because maybe what you're asking me uh, may require some research before I get back with you. You know, so um, you can reach me at six seven eight seven three two four three one five. And uh, I do not work with so, work for Social Security. Social Security doesn't endorse any organization or financial services at all. You know, but I do support. Um, the intentions of social security to educate people and uh, help keep them informed, you know? Um, and so they do send me things, um, and uh, to help me aid, you know, and those things could be like booklets that I can hand out, you know, so they're really good when it comes to providing resources to help people who are out there educating people, you know, so, uh, I just want to plug that in for social security, you know, um, uh, They've been really good with that as far as helping me on that that end of it, but I'm not, nor will claim to be social securities. I don't want people to get that mixed up, you know. Uh, I'm the director for the Take a Stand uh, Financial Literacy Organization, and that's what I do. I'm certified financial education instructor. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right, guys. So we got it straight. Once again, he's a certified financial educator instructor, not That's not right. not for Social Security, <laughs> but just on the program of Social That's Security. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, great. Randall, I appreciate you. And um, thanks welcome. again for joining me. And our listeners, we are, I'm telling you, from Victim to Victory, once again, we're an educational podcast. So that's why it's so important that you um, share and connect with others, connect them with this podcast is what I mean. You know, from Victim to Victory's goal is to help you live a victorious life and a good quality life. And you know, our finances is a very important part of that. Um, so it is so key and all this wonderful information, I mean, really, really that we need to know about social security. Um, so thanks again, uh, Randall. We appreciate you so much. You no, know. you're welcome. So our role, um That we play listeners, you know, once again is to empower you and encourage you. And um, today, as we're talking about our financial wellness, you know, um, I always say um, God has blessed from victim to victory with a dynamic team. We're so blessed to have a, a team of men and women. Um, to join us on this podcast, and they are professional. And once again, you see that they are no they're experts. I would call them experts in their area. So, um, and we do the areas of spiritual wellness, emotional and mental wellness, physical wellness, our financial wellness. Which once again, we had a great uh, guest today. Um, Randall just blew it away with all this information. And then of course the pre-planning, um, I like to say pre-planning and pre-arrangements. Um, and you have access up to all of that, all of it, because as our guests come on, they give you information on how to contact them as well. So once you leave this podcast, Um, there, you know, you have that resource that you can, um, contact and, and get any more information or just, uh, continue to, because our part, remember your part, (laughs) you have an important part to play. We listen, but not just listeners, but we want to be doers. So all this great information that Random is sharing with us today, um, and he is, um, telling us about uh, we have to once again apply go to that website and check out our website and know and now we know to look at our paychecks and and pay attention Um, it is one thing in this season this COVID season what I am seeing and to me it's about awareness and awakening I said the two A's I mean so it is teaching us so much so this is another thing that we we have as I said in the beginning we don't know what we don't know so we we are um, being blessed with uh education on many things that we don't know about we we you know people are not telling us and then we don't know what to ask if we don't know. So we're trying um, very hard from victim to victory to uh, bring you information that you need to know and live in this abundant life. And so um, just, once again, make sure that you are doing your part and not just listening, but you're also doing and applying. And, and, and with this encouraging me and motivating me and i hope it is you to research start researching, look at that go to that website once again and find out um what you need to know about your social security your money so you would know what you have to look for and how what changes you have to make and um you know, and now I've learned with Social Security one thing if you asked, but once again, is knowing what to ask. <laughs> but if you don't know what to ask, you know, they're not necessarily going to tell you. So we want to remember um, that once again that we want to get as much education in these areas as we possibly can. And so, um, Randall, Randall is coming back and we're excited about it. So you all got to stay tuned in, tuned in. All righty. So they're going to get the,
0: they're going to get the untelevised, uh, information.
1: All right. And we're looking forward to it. So, um, remember guys, so we can, don't be missing no podcast. Don't be, <laughs> don't be missing no podcast. Um, so let's talk about this program from Victim to Victory that Miss Mary tells you every week and uh listeners to remind you that our program we're talking about things that we cannot do on our own we gotta make sure we're connected to the one our creator to help us because i got a word for you you know you guys know i always love to encourage you and leave you with a a word of encouragement so i'm going to share with that with you just a minute but Right now, I just want to remind you that if you have not, if you do not know the one who created you, you make that connection first. You, you have that conversation. That is an important conversation that you want to say to him and however you want to say it, that's between you and him. That you know that you were created by him and you want him to be the Lord and Savior of life to lead and guide you. And you trust in him because, you know, Adam and Eve messed it up for us. So <laughs> we are, uh, that's our, uh, what we were, are born into, sin. But, and once again, in the flesh, that is what, one of the things that we we do. But we, through Jesus Christ, we're saved. He, he took care of all of that. So, but we trusted in him by faith and we live through him by faith that, he is our Savior and so he has brought us into that relationship with our Creator, that we are his children and is our Heavenly Father, our Daddy, I like to say dear Abba is gonna take care of us. So we have to do our part there too. Confess to him that you are that you have sinned and that you want Jesus to be Lord of your life. You have accepted that he did die for you and he is Uh, Savior and you want him to be Lord of your life and speaking of that I'm going to go right to our encouraging Word because I love this and I want to share this um, because we like Social Security we don't know what we 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 don't have the information but here's a word that we should do and it tells us daily and not only just reading the word but with having that conversation with them So this says, and it has the scripture of Psalms 32, eight, and it is entitled daily. So listen to this. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. And once again, that's Psalms 32, eight, verse eight. And that is the new um, living translation. For daily directions, it says, the scripture says that when we acknowledge God in all our ways, he will direct our path. God has the wisdom, the guidance, and the direction we need. But it doesn't happen automatically. Every morning, you have to go to him and say, God, I'm ready for my assignment. Show me what to do and where to go. Give me the words to speak and make the path clear. This is a daily surrender. This is a daily act of surrender. Too often we make our plans without consulting God and then we ask him to bless them. We wonder why it's a struggle. The right way is to ask God first. God, is this what you want me to do? Should I start this project? Should I take this trip? Should I make this purchase? If you feel peace about it, go forward if not hold off God knows what's best for you. He will not only keep you on the right path today, but he will keep you from making major mistakes. And I have learned. I have learned. So once again and ask him all and he if you don't have wisdom once again, he says ask so, and we want to be asking, see, about this social security so we can do better and make sure that we have, um, we have the right plan and what we're doing. And I always say it just makes so much sense now. I would have my blinders on, too. He's the one who created and he wrote the whole plan. So why wouldn't you ask the one who knows? So that's a word. Just want to encourage you all with that. And um, once again, remember that we can't do these things on our own, we need him. We, we, so, so, once again, that's so important and that's so key to survival because we, um, want to ask everybody else, and then, <laughs> and we, when we're in the mess, then we want to go to him to get a, get us out sometime. So, um, just remember that. Um, and Randall, I want to say to you. You know, I know you have a busy schedule, so when you feel you need to exit, you go right ahead. (laughs) Because we're looking forward to having you back. And thank you so much once again. All righty, until next time. God bless, and to all
0: the moms out there, happy Mother's Day.
1: Thank you. Okay. So, guys, I want to thank you as well for listening. And thank you for inviting your, those who you're inviting to the podcast and sharing what From Victim to Victory is doing. This podcast is so key, I'm telling you. I'm excited about what God is doing and he's expanding us because um, this uh, Social Security, you know, is something Different, but it's something we need once again. It has to do with our financial wellness, and we know the money is a big thing of helping us to live our lives victoriously. Not to say having all a lot of money and all of that, but uh, we know that this world, in order to survive and live in this world, we do have to have money, and so um. We need to know how to manage our money and how to make our money work for us and not us working um, for for money, and then we don't have uh, that much of it. We're still struggling and, and um, out here tussling and hustling. So it is important to know, once again, um, these things about how we can make the best choices and best decisions about um, growing our monies and investing our monies and um, working and what is being done with our money. So we will be able to have it, once again, working for us in our best interest. So it is important to know. All righty. And um, I'm excited once Randall is coming back. So we'll be talking more about um, Social Security. So you guys keep listening and keep sharing and um, connecting others to our um, platform. Okay, and speaking of platforms, you know where to go find us at. Go to our website from victim to the number 2, victoryllc.com. And you want to click in the menu, you'll see, listen to podcasts, click there. And that will take you to those, the platform, uh, the page with all the different platforms and take your pick. And you know why Miss Mary always tells you to go, tell you to go to that website? Because I want you as well to go to the Resource Center, because there are some other great resources there as well. And, you know, I want to tell you this. Also, Marcel is there. And you guys remember we did this series. And this is the second time that um, because Marcel was the first one we did when we were doing the job um, seekers and career changes. So this with Randall, I'm excited about it, and um, that reminds me of Marcel. Marcel has also been added to our website, so you guys, you can um, get to his website through our website now. Um, Remember, if you know anyone or you yourself are, um, you know, looking to change your career and um, need some help, Remember, he's there to help you as well. So when um, doing this two-part with Randall, um, it's reminded me of the wonderful time and the information that um, Marcel came and shared with us on job seekers and um, career makeovers. But anyway, um, so you guys check out that website, um, the resource center. OK, uh, and speaking of that uh, resource, then I want to remind you that um, Sheila we're still um, helping with the uh, second mile because it's a great, great book um, and we're doing that fundraiser as well with um, Sheila Rossler on her book, The Second Mile. So don't forget, guys, if you haven't got that, that's another way you can support us. Um, but not only that, once again, it's a great book um, for you to have um, so many nuggets. Um, I call it the holistic book because it's um, it does, it educates you and helps you um, in all the areas, um, that we educate in, so, and, um, also Valeria, um, is, uh, there too, you can connect to the website, Valeria, um, we were introduced to, uh, them by Dr. Joy, who, um, last time she was with us, she told us about the, um, personal air, um, Fresh air, of personal that uh, protects against viruses. So you all check that out, and um, you can also connect with that website. It's my website on from victim to victory. All the great websites. Um, my econ another another uh, financial wellness business. Um, so it, and my econ is another. Um, Great financial um, wellness company to connect with, and you hear me talk about them a lot, um, Mr. Carey and um, Mr. Ivy, um, to um, people who started this uh, company in uh, sixteen years, going strong and debt free. But teach so much information on credit, credit restoration, debt elimination, um, just a a wealth of information you'll learn from my econ as well. So, we have all these great sources, um, resources that we want you to tap into, and you can tap into them um, just by going to my econ. It will connect you to uh, my website to all of those companies that I'm sharing with you about. Okay, alrighty, and I certainly want to thank you um my listeners for your support in every way um this podcast from victim to victory would not be a success without you um once again our mission and our goal is to encourage you and to help you live this abundant victorious life and um and i've Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing. I know many of you are sharing. I have a great testimony. Um, someone contacted me earlier this week and said that she had um, been blessed by someone's uh, testimony about From Victim to Victory. And um, they were talking about how From Victim to Victory had helped them and encouraged them going through um even challenging times, and they can the person um, texted me and said that I that they, they didn't they were they were so um, moved they wanted to connect but they did not get the link <laughs> to how to connect. So um, that told me that that person um, that you all are being obedient and sharing and, and with others. Um, so, and, and I asked her, I texted back and asked who it was. Cause I didn't know, um, you know, who it was and, um, who the source was. And so she did tell me, and so, cause I said, I wanted to thank that person who had been obedient <laughs> and share, cause I always tell people to share. And so she did And um, she gave me her name. But that is just one example. So I know um, and I thank you all once again for doing your part, your homework. I always say your homework, your assignment for me is to share. We are not, from victim to victory, it's not a secret. We want you to um, connect people with us and share Um, because this information, guys, is so key. It is to helping us live an abundant life because, once again, um, we don't know. It's so much that we don't know, but we need to know. So uh, education, encouragement, um, the empowerment is what it is. But as I say to you, it is not powerful until you apply it. Okay. All righty. So thank you once again. Thank all of you for your prayers, your donations, all that you do, whether it's small to you, big or large, um, you know, it's all a blessing. And I always say it's no little blessing, no big blessing they're blessings of blessings on top of blessings and so we thank you and um, we, we just pro continue to praise God for you and what he's doing expanding our territory so we continue so we can continue to be a blessing um, to others as well okay and you certainly play a part in that alrighty okay guys well you know miss mary will keep on and on and on um but i am going to sound off i certainly thank you um and it is truly been my pleasure once again um to be your host and your facilitator and i am your holistic wellness coordinator guys I love you. You remember to be safe, take care of yourself, and be blessed. Alrighty. Remember, t- teamwork makes the dream work. So, you guys continue to share and be a blessing. Alrighty. Until next week. Goodbye. I love you all. Once again. Be blessed, peace and blessing.